the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm your host, Wendy Jones, and also, as you all know, owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, the business, and president, I need to add, of Next Steps for Seniors Foundation because my heart goes out to our seniors in need. And today, the radio program, we are excited, as you all know, each and every week, we bring different information, different topics. The topic this week is Be the Sun. That is the name of the topic, and you're going to find out more as we talk to our author of the book, Be the Sun, Not the Salt, and his name is Dr. Harry Cohen, and we are privileged to have him in the house, and he came from a very far distance, (laughs) so listeners, we're blessed today. His personality is contagious. I already know you're going to love him. So good morning, Harry. Thank you for being here today. Good morning, Wendy. It's an absolute delight, and I'm thrilled that I agreed to come here and do this. Yes. So we try to switch things up a little bit on this program. Our impetus, as everybody knows, is talking about life and talking about it as we age through life. And, you know, nobody wants to talk about aging. We all talk about life, but age the aging part we keep out. So Next Steps for Seniors was really designed this radio program to kind of talk about the things nobody wants to talk about. And what I like about your topic today is this is for everybody. This is for the students. This is for the parents. This is for the grandparents. Everyone is going to benefit from today's program because this man wrote a book and we're going to, we're going to talk about behind the scenes, how he came up with his philosophy. So that's my first question. I would love to hear, we all would love to hear about how you came up with this philosophy. So my life's work has been to try and help people. I'm a psychologist by training. And 
I've always tried to figure out what is it that can be the most effective way to help people. And it comes down to the science behind why a plant grows towards the sun. It's the heliotropic effect. And it's that same energy, which is true for people. We are drawn to and uplifted by people who are heliotropic, meaning they are virtuous and kind and compassionate and grateful and generous and curious and all the things that we love about ourselves and other people authentic and vulnerable, it turns out that's why we humans can be so effective and helpful to others. So discovering this and discovering that if I can help people understand that, practice that, model that, teach that, be that, everybody wins. Conversely, it's just as powerful when we are what I call salt or uncivil or unkind, turns out that the research shows that when people are uplifting, like the sun, heliotropic, it makes people feel fabulous. And when we are unkind and uncivil and rude, disrespectful and discourteous and all the other ways that human beings are salty, it's just as negative. It's actually really, really bad. So... My life's work has been distilled into this essence of this simple idea. Be the sun, don't be the salt. And every single person can work at that, because we already do. It's not my opinion, it's the science behind that. So whether you're a therapist or a parent or a friend or a perfect stranger, you can make a difference, you do make a difference, in the lives of other people. Just by the tiniest things that we do, from saying please and thank you, to holding the door, to smiling at a stranger. So there's endless things that people can do with this material. And my life's mission now is to spread this until I die. I love it. And that's why you're here today. And as you're talking, one of the things that comes to mind is we don't know where they've been. We don't know what may have just happened in their lives. So if someone's a little cranky to you, why can't we be nice back? 100%. And we can. The whole point of this is we have a choice, moment to moment, no matter what, to say, whoa, 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 whoa. We can bite our tongue and go, you know what? I'm going to cut them some slack. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to be the better person. I know I can be. And we can sometimes transmute that situation and turn them around and they can be... Oh, thank you. You really helped me. And other times we can just not engage and not get cranky and salty ourselves. Both are victories. So this moment-to-moment practice is wonderful. There's no downside to being kind and being compassionate and being grateful, period. Right, right. So how is this different than just being positive? Well, I'm glad you asked. So being positive is really important, obviously. But... What it what's different about this is it's just as important to not be negative, to not be cranky, to really lean into biting your tongue or refraining from raining on someone's parade or being aware that salty behavior is really counterproductive 
being the devil's advocate, being snarky, being slightly irritated and irritable is really bad. It's not just to be positive, if you can be, but it's also to refrain from being negative. And both take a lot of work. It is not to deny difficulty and pain and sadness and and problems, but rather, how can I be my best self in this moment more often? I really do feel... I love what you're saying because I really do feel how we react to situations has so much to do with everything. They say attitude, right? Attitude's 99%. (laughs) Not necessarily what happened, but how you respond to it. That's exactly right. And again, the researchers from many, many years have studied this. It's not what happens to you. It's how you take it from Viktor Frankl in the concentration camp, which is terrible, terrible, terrible environment. But his attitude is, well, what can I control in this present life of mine? And the ancients, Epictetus, it's not what happens to you, it's how you take it. It's the same thing. You can control your reaction to what is happening all around you, period. That's our responsibility. You can be a force of good or you can be a force of negativity. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about what you mean by salting your own roots. So again, if the metaphor is salt is what makes someone feel bad, what do you do that makes you feel bad? If you make a mistake, you can say all kinds of nasty things. Wendy, I can't believe you did that. Harry, I can't believe you did that. That's salting your own roots. All of the different ways that you talk negative, we talk Mm -hmm. negatively Mm -hmm. to ourselves are salting our own roots, being unkind to ourselves, not forgiving ourselves when we make a mistake or not taking care of ourselves literally not getting enough sleep not getting exercise not eating good food not taking in media that is helpful to us those are salting our own roots if you eat garbage you're going to feel crappy that's salting your own roots if you don't take care of yourself it's you're not doing anyone any favors you, you truly you are not and and then you spread the cantankerous side of it. That's because right. if somebody cuts you off, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's right. And they will. And they will. And then you go cut somebody else off because they irritated you. What What did we resolve? Nothing. Well, we actually made circumstances worse. So when you get irritated when someone cuts you off, and they will, well, what are you going to do about that? You have a choice in that moment. You can take a deep breath and go, oh, well. Or you can swear at them and give them the bird and all that negativity. It's not going to help anybody and and just make circumstances worse. We can control that. Yeah. This is a great book. Be the sun, not the salt. I am so impressed. So tell me, I want to dig in more. Um, What are some practical ways that people can use the principles and practices? And we're going to have to talk about this in the next segment too, because we only have a minute left in this segment. And I want you to be able to tell people where they can get this book. You can get this book on Amazon. You can get it in Audible. I'm narrating it along with the woman who wrote the foreword. And it's 15 bucks or 4 bucks on Audible. And the Audible is his voice. And as you all can hear, he has a great radio voice. <laughs> Thank you, People Wendy. People say that to me all the time. You have a face for radio. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> 
Yes. So Amazon is a great place. So Be the Sun, Not the Salt. Dr. Harry D. Cohen is the author. And it's a short read. It's really a simple, pretty simple read. You can even just look at the cover. You don't even have to read the book. And feel better. And feel better (laughs) and open up one page chapters. It's not a book to read. It's a book to use. It's a book to use. And it's to pay it forward. I mean, this is what I like about it. I only read two pages of the first two pages, and I love it. That's all you have to do is read one page and think about it for the day. That's it. Leave it in the bathroom. Leave it on your nightstand. Give it as a gift. This is a great like house house gift. When you're going to someone's house for dinner or people are going to be like, we love this book. Exactly. You can give it to kids, teenagers, your parents, your in-laws, my... 89-year-old mother-in-law, she won't like that I'm saying that, Is it uses this book and gives it out to her fellow inmates. Uh, oh. <laughs> You're listening kidding. to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Our topic today, Be the Sun. And what is the sun? Bright, amazing, beautiful, warm. We love the sun. The sun is a good thing, even in Michigan, especially in Michigan. And in in the winter months when it's cold and freezing and we see the sun, nothing else even matters. With all the snow coming through, doesn't even matter. So that's what today is all about, being the sun, not the salt. We have author Dr. Harry Cohen with us, and we're going to dig in a little deeper because we want to talk about some of the practical ways that people can use the principles and practices that he talks about in this book. So there's so many. I wrote 30 one-page chapters to remind all of us, here's something that you can do. It starts with the simple mindset shift. Be the sun, be uplifting, be helpful, be kind, be virtuous, be the ways that you already are, versus being the salt, being in ways that are disrespectful, unkind, and lacking in patience and sensitivity and compassion to others and ourselves. So that's it. That mindset, very practically, in every circumstance, you can think of, oh, wait a minute, what would it mean to be the sun in this circumstance? Well, in some cases, it would be say please, say thank you. In others, it would be hold the door. In others, it would be smile. In others, it would be say nothing. That's just as important to not say something. And you ask yourself the question, how can I be helpful here? And if how can I be helpful here means, hmm, I don't think I should say anything. Then good, don't say anything. Or how can I shift my mindset so that I could look at this differently rather than I got to go to work. I get to go to work. I got to go visit my mother. I get to go visit my mother. All of those tiny little shifts in mindset is what we're talking about. And I practice this and everyone can. You see a glass it's eight ounces. There are four ounces in the glass. Is it half empty or half full? Now look at it. There's four ounces. In it. It's definitely half empty. Well, if you keep talking about that, that's not so great. It's also half full. Don't argue. 
Don't try and be right. Do you want to have a great relationship or do you want to be right? What comes out of your mouth? Is it going to be helpful? Is it going to be true? Is it going to be necessary? Is it going to be kind? Well, think about it. And if you're going to say something before it comes out of your mouth, run it through that filter. Those are some very practical ways you can practice being the sun. And I don't mean to be fake or falsely happy or in any way inauthentic. I want us to be ourselves, the best part of ourselves, because we already are. This is not something you have to become a different person. Mm -hmm. You have to be Wendy, the beautiful, wonderful Wendy. Seriously, not somebody else. And anybody who's listening to this, you're not going to be anybody else but, but yourself. yourself. Exactly. And you're already wonderful, period. And so just our job, our responsibility, opportunity is to practice. You know what? I can be just the wonderful person I am uh, slightly more. And when I catch myself, just do the next right thing. Just the other day, I was sitting there watching these dirty dishes in my sink, and I said, you know what? I've been married 42 years. I'm going to do the dishes. Now, I don't want to meddle for that, but that's the kind of helpful thing that is being the sun. I'm not doing anything other than, oh, I think I can be helpful here. Or um, my sister shared with me this morning this great little story. She's been married 50 years, and she and her husband were taking their grandkids out to dinner no, it was lunch, and they got there, and it was really busy, and he started to get cranky, His her husband. Oh, I thought you were going to say the grandson. but No, no, no. Okay. The grandson's watching the scene where my sister and her husband, and he says, oh, my God, it'll be 15 minutes before we can get seated, and he's getting salty. And she says to him playfully, you can leave. And she And he smiled, and the grandson smiled, and in that moment, she transformed that from fine, and he caught it. He got it. Because he was being cranky. Because he's been married 50 years. Because he's been married 50 years. But to their credit, yes. they helped each other. He's a wonderful, brilliant dude. Turn but that he, around. Turn it around. That's the practical stuff. You don't have to make a, a federal case. You should read this book. You just have to, hey, come on, you're being salty. So there's another word that I use sometimes, and it's reframing. Totally. Right? We mm-hmm. reframe the situation. We reframe the way we're going to say something. That's right. It's not denying. It's not con- yes, it's 15 minutes. It might be 15 minutes. Can you look at this differently? Yes. And by the way, that reframing takes some effort. It takes a little bit of consciousness. It takes a little bit of work and awareness. And that's okay. You can do that. But it's life transforming. It makes our lives, as we age, we become wiser and more equanimous, if that's a word. I love it. <laughs> That's a great word. Yes, because we have wisdom. We've we've been through life experiences. And as we go through life experiences, it, I'm going to say, don't sweat the small stuff, right? Totally. We start recognizing it's not as big of a deal as maybe it would have been 20 years ago. And that perspective that we have now, we can both marinate in and help others to see. That's a, that's a whole beautiful thing that we can do to be helpful to others. Hey, honey, can I give you a different perspective? You know, is it really that big a deal? Is it worth arguing about? What the, There's a chapter in there, chocolate or vanilla. Don't argue about stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Like, not worth it. It's not worth it. So. And this is coming from a man who's been married 44 years. 
42, 42. 42 years. I added yes. a couple on to you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and yes. then, and your sister, like you said, 50 yes. years. Yes. So there's knowledge. Yeah. There's experience. Yeah. And, you know, we joke around with some of the honeymooners and we say, just smile and nod. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> and everything will be good. Seriously. You don't have to but argue about stupid stuff. It's not worth it. And that's my advice in every wedding card I write. Yeah. Don't worry about the little stuff. Everything falls into place. Uh-huh. <laughs> But it is it is important. There is something very true about mindset. Our minds are extremely powerful. And if you think something, I'm just going to say this, this is another thing. Your words, your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. So if you're constantly thinking something, then you start saying it, then all of a sudden you're doing it. So let's think positively so we can change everything so it's not negative. Hundred percent. I literally just gave this talk yesterday and literally said those exact same words. First, watch your thoughts, then watch what you say, and then of course watch what you do. But it starts with how you're thinking about something. Mm-hmm. Somebody asks me, Well, how do you stay informed um and not get sucked into the negative media? It takes effort. How do you eat well? You it starts with when you go shopping in the grocery store. If it goes in the shopping cart, it's gonna go in your mouth. Don't don't even get it into the cart. Don't put it in the cart. You have to win that battle at the grocery store. And when you're reading something, the media is designed to make you feel angry and outraged and upset. Don't read the stuff that's going to get you upset. You can read the headline. Go, yeah, I'm not. I'm not putting that in my shopping cart. I don't have to go there. I can avoid negative stories, mm-hmm. negative people. I can have healthy boundaries. I can nod. I can shake my head. I can smile and move on. Those are choices that we can make, but it starts, to your point, Wendy, with the mindset. What does it mean to be the sun? What does it mean to be uplifting and helpful? Oh, I know what it means. Then and, do that. And don't you feel like you want to be around those people more. Totally. Because there are people sometimes in your lives that you might be around that you feel like they kind of suck you dry every time you're talking to them. That's what it and, means to be the salt. And there's like there's a critical spirit there. There's something that's just heavy laden and people don't want to be around that. They want to be around the sun, like it, you just said. Exactly. And we can be that or not. That's the whole point of this. We want to be those positive energizers so that people are attracted to us and around us. And we want to be around those people. And I would say, avoid foods that make you feel sick, i.e. people who are not good for you. Avoid them. For some people, they have a gene where cilantro makes, it tastes like soap. Don't eat cilantro. You can't. So for some people, they're like cilantro for you. You shouldn't be around them. Now, what if they're your grandchild or what if they're your in-law? You have to draw a healthy... Influence. Then you try to influence. Well, you try and influence, (laughs) but you also create a healthy boundary. You also, you can't avoid completely, but you can create a healthy boundary. These are, these are such great points. And this is what, you know, our goal today is really talking about being the sun and not the salt. And we have that decision to make. It's a decision. That's right. That and is- and, I, and my my hope for everyone listening to this program right now, and pay it forward, send the program to somebody else that you know, because we want people to be the sun. And so many situations that we find ourselves in, I, I, I this is the, the word I use, is it inconsequential? Is, is there anything good that can come out of what I'm going to say 
or is it inconsequential? And if there's nothing, then what? We keep our mouth shut. We can just close it and not say a word. And that, that takes effort. It absolutely takes effort. Think about the next time you're encountering a person. Exactly. And we're going to talk about this in the next segment. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Our topic today is be the sun. In every situation, we want to go out and make a difference in the world and do it in a positive way. So many people as we walk through life that we run into, we want to influence in a positive way and not a negative way. And we're blessed to have the author, Dr. Harry Cohen, of Be the Sun, Not the Salt, here with us today. So, um, Harry, I wanted to ask you, what is one of the biggest misunderstandings of this philosophy or this mindset? That it is about toxic positivity, that it's about not acknowledging pain, difficulty, and suffering, or that we're not talking about ignoring difficulty or um, discomfort. We're talking about being authentically uplifting and deliberately refraining from making people feel bad. So people think, well, what about salt of the earth? Isn't that good? Absolutely. That's a description of a good, solid person. We're talking about salty behavior that we can refrain from doing. We're talking about being uplifting in an authentic way, not in a fake way, like fake smiling, which is toxic positivity. We're not talking about that. We're talking about being our best selves more often, period. Love it. It's it's important and it's critical and it's really what's going to change change our world. It really, certainly truly could change our world. It will change our world and the people that we encounter. Just think about when you're the next time you're you're buying a cup of coffee or you're checking out of a grocery store. How do you make that person feel? Now you have the power to smile and make that person feel just a little bit better. In anything that you do, you can literally say, have a great day with a big smile, or better yet, if you can, you're buying a cup of coffee. I've done this many a time, and it always feels great when I do it. Listen, I want you to blow somebody's mind. The next person in line, or when you think somebody really needs it, I want you to buy them a cup of coffee and tell them it's from an anonymous person. I did that just a few weeks ago, and this person was blown away by my tiny generosity. But I love doing that, but you don't have to do that. There's a million ways that you can, in your day-to-day encounters, make somebody feel good. And and this is a great challenge, listeners. I want everybody, and, and wherever you are, if you're in the car listening to the program, it doesn't matter. Think of your next interaction you're going to have. Is it going to be a phone call? Is it going to be you're going to visit your mother or father? Is it you're stopping at the nursing home to visit grandpa? I mean, whatever it is, whatever it is, the next interaction, we want to encourage you to be the sun. Exactly. And do it with such deliberate intent that you use your words to make them melt. You know that you made them feel something special. Imagine you say to the person that you already feel this way. I haven't told you lately how much I really, really appreciate you and why. You're really an important part of my life and I love having you in my life. Literally driving here today, I was calling a friend who's going to do a favor to uh, for a charitable event I'm doing and I said, I just love that I know you 
and that you're in my life and that I can call you. And he said, oh man, thank you so much. I appreciate you that you're in my Rolodex too. Now, I think that already, but I know I felt great that I said it. And um, I felt like I did some good in the tiniest way that I, quote, paid him a compliment. It wasn't for his ego. I genuinely felt that way. This work of saying what we already think, using our words carefully and deliberately and briefly, makes such a difference for people. It can be in a text, it can be in kind words, or it can be in a deed. But that's where we can up our game in terms of being helpful Mm -hmm. to our intimates, to our loved ones, and to perfect strangers. So that's where this can really shine, no pun intended. In in the mind, I do believe, is a very powerful tool. And so I I also want to ask you listeners, this is just something I'm thinking right now, what is it that you spend a lot of your time thinking about? Because everybody's thinking about something, whether it's making more money, whether it's somebody who's ill in the family, whether it's, you know, being overwhelmed at their job, whatever it is, maybe you think about your boss all the time, which is a problem. But, you know, whatever it is, there's something out there that you're thinking about. Maybe it's your weight. Maybe you're constantly thinking of your weight. I'm just going to challenge everyone right now. Think about what you're thinking about. And reframe it. Reframe it to whatever that negative thing could be. Reframe it to a positive. I'm blessed I even have some money. I'm blessed. Don't keep thinking, I need more, I need more, I need more. You know what? I'm blessed I have what I need. I might not have what I want, but I have what I need. These are the things we've got to reframe. So I just want to encourage you listeners and challenge you. This is an opportunity to make a difference in our own world, and to affect somebody else's world. And I appreciate you so much because, Harry, you you wrote this book, you published it, you put the time, energy, and talent of pouring in here to do what? To make a difference in people's lives. That's my mission right up until I die. I want for more people to be exposed to this simple philosophy. Get the book, buy it on Amazon. If you don't like buying a book, you can just follow any of the stuff that we put out on social media, I do 90-second, 60-second, 30-second little clips on any social media platforms, be the sun, not the salt.com, or be sunny, not salty. Someone, I don't follow TikTok, but I, we put stuff out on TikTok and Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook and YouTube. And the goal is to continue to put out tiny reminders of this material so that it nudges us to do the next right thing. It reminds us. This isn't new information for all of us. It's, oh yeah, that's right, I should stop and be grateful for what I have, not what I don't have, exactly what you were saying, Wendy. Oh yeah, I can express how I feel to a loved one. I feel it already. You know what? I'm going to do that today. Oh yeah, I'm going to tell somebody how much I appreciate them. Good. You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to say how I don't like something. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. All of those little tips and techniques, let's just raise the game so that both we and the people in our lives are deliberately more kind, more virtuous, more compassionate, more uplifting, and less critical, cantankerous, cantankerous, 
snarky, mm-hmm. irritated. Exactly. So one other idea, yes. as you were talking, I was thinking, why not buy a bunch of these books and, like we talked about, give them out as gifts? Great idea. I couldn't agree with you more. The only downside, let me just say this, you have to give it with love and positive intent. It can't be, you know, you could really use this book. <laughs> this I've seen people, they say, I know somebody who could really use this book. And I'm I'm thinking, well, depending on how you give it to them, they'll receive it with love or they'll receive it as, what are you trying to tell me? Am I salty? Well, yeah. <laughs> so I would say that yes. That might backfire just Right, right. Give it with love and give it with the intent of, listen, I found this really helpful and useful and practical. Mm-hmm. A, a friend joked, it's a timeless toilet read. You can leave it in a public place and let people leaf through it because you don't have to read it as a book, you can be reminded of a chapter. What do you? What opened? What chapter? I asked what, Wendy what to year, read a what chapter. What year did you write this? I was looking at the date too. I think I I did a TED talk and ended with "Be the sun, not the salt." Leave people with an afterglow, not an aftertaste. Then I wrote the book. So I think TED talk was in fifteen. So I think I published it in eighteen. Okay, so I just opened it up. We have two minutes left in the program. I opened it up to don't be a complexifier. That is a perfect one. It means keep it simple. Don't complexify things. This entire book, I read books and can't remember anything. The only thing you need to remember is be the sun, not the salt. Don't make this overly complex. Yeah, but what about, yeah, but what about, it's not complex. It's easy to do. And it starts with a smile. Honestly, it makes all the difference in the world. Holding the door open, giving up your seat, wishing someone well. I love that you put giving up your seat. So I've taught my children, when you walk into any room and you see anyone older than you, you go directly to them and say, you can have my seat. Because if if you're sitting and they're standing, there's a problem, right? That is a beautiful thing that you've taught your kids. You're a good mom for having done that. But it's important. We need to respect, we all do respect our elders, but let's teach our children to respect our elders and seniors, you know, this is an opportunity. If someone, if some young man says to you, ma'am, take my seat, you say, thank you. <laughs> you it's take it. So beautiful. So I'm officially a senior. I'm 68. I applied for Social Security well, you look yesterday. Well, you. congratulations. Congratulations. So we've got one minute left in the program. Any, any takeaways you want to just communicate with everyone? I would so love if people use this material just by listening to us they go i'm gonna do something with this not just that was interesting that's number one number two do something for someone else whether it's follow us on social media so that you're reminded or buy the book to give to someone else but don't let this be something that you heard let it stick with you and be uplifting to others and make a difference and make a difference amen amen you're listening to the patriot fm 101.5 am 1400 this is wendy jones and you're listening to the patriot fm 101.5 am 1400 welcome back to next steps for seniors our topic as everyone knows was about the sun this last segment and being the sun and not the salt but we're going to move into, and, and there's something really intriguing about that, just because, 
you know, we have an opportunity to make a difference in someone else's world. Why wouldn't we take advantage of that? Let's really reach out and pay it forward. Let's be positive. Why be negative? Let's look at the glass half full, not half empty. You know, these are decisions that we can make and the mind is a very powerful thing. So I wanted to move into our last segment which is words of wisdom. There is a lot of information that we want to share with our listeners. And I think it's pertinent. I think situations come up and people just don't know how to resolve the issues. And that's why we're here. We're here to help you. It can be a crazy time in people's lives when somebody is in the hospital or in rehab or home alone, and you're not sure what to do. And that's why Next Steps for Seniors really is here for you. So what I want to share with you right now is, and this just happened with a a dear uh, family that I know very well, and it just breaks my heart. So that's why I'm sharing this with you today, because it's pertinent, it's pressing, and it just happened. So the story is, um, dad is in the hospital He's been in the hospital for six weeks, and he just went to rehab. And he's a larger gentleman. He's probably over 300 pounds. And what happens um, from rehab is you have an option. You either go home or you go to an assisted living. If you go home, they need to make sure that it's a safe discharge. And a safe discharge home is, do you have all the proper equipment, the durable medical equipment, meaning a shower seat, a toilet chair, a wheelchair, a walker, whatever it is you need to live in that house safely. If it's a hospital bed, if you're bed bound, you probably need a hospital bed in your home. So all that equipment that is related to the medical diagnosis could be covered under Medicare. So that's got to happen first. But the second thing that we got to talk about is when you get home, what does that look like? So if you're walking with somebody helping you in your physical therapy room in rehab, and you're walking about four or five steps, which is what this gentleman is doing. When you get home and you don't have someone standing next to you, how is it you think that you're going to be able to get out of bed and walk to the bathroom. Guaranteed it's more than four or five steps. And this is why you probably shouldn't go home. Because you, I don't want to say it, but there's a very high chance that you won't even make it to the bathroom the first time you try. And you're going to fall and then you're going to end up back in the hospital. And that's exactly what you don't want to do. Our goal is to keep you, our goal meaning the hospital, the healthcare professionals, the rehab, the social worker working on your behalf, all the people who you've been dealing with between a hospital and a rehab stay, the goal is to keep you safe and to get you home in a safe environment. But I am just here to tell you, if you cannot walk or get out of bed and get to the bathroom, it is not going to be a safe discharge. And I would highly recommend that you do not go home. And that is why you need to go to an assisted living or go to another community. I think that, unfortunately, people think they can do it and then they end up back in the hospital. And I don't have a percentage of people that this happens to, but I think it's a lot. And it's not worth it's not worth starting all over. It's not worth going back into the hospital again and going back into rehab and then going back again and then going back into rehab. 
it's you're better off just being in a safe environment and setting up the proper things to put you in a safe environment. So I want to talk about when you leave the hospital, what are those things that we can set up? We meaning the hospital really, but I'm just giving you information. Number one, it's called home health care. Another verbiage word for it is skilled care. And what that does is that will actually help you do physical therapy. Someone will come in to your home and do physical therapy with you, occupational therapy, speech therapy, and a nurse once a week. It's really critical to get this is all covered under Medicare. Why not take advantage of a benefit that you've paid into your whole working life? And it's considered somewhat free of charge, right? Because Medicare is paying for it. So let's have Medicare cover this for you, and you're able to go home and get probably minimum two, maybe three days of physical therapy. And now when I say that, they come in, they work with you for an hour, and then they leave. But they need you to continue doing the things that they taught you. And the same thing with the speech therapy and occupational therapy. So they're not there with you 24-7. So if you're in the hospital or rehab and they say, we're going to send you home with home health care, That does not mean you're going to get 24-hour care in your home, somebody sitting by your bed helping you with everything. That's what it does not mean. What it means is you're going to have somebody stopping into your house a couple times a week for an hour at a time to help you do something specific. So I really want to reiterate that because too many people think, oh, I'm going to have help at home. That's not the case. Medicare only covers a very, very, very limited amount of time. And it's those specific things, physical therapy, speech therapy, occupational therapy, and a nurse. And the nurse is once a week. So if, I'm going to change the verbiage on you, if they say, would you like home care? Okay, so first one was home health care. This is home care. Home care is what we call private duty care companion care. This is care that somebody's actually physically doing something for you, helping you in the shower, helping you, you know, make some food or serve some food or clean your bedroom or do your wash. Like this is true care for you, helping you get out of bed, get into a chair. Home care is private pay. Private pay means you are paying out of your pocket. Medicare does not cover it like the first one. This one is out of your pocket. And it's on average, nowadays, post-COVID, I would say 29 to $33 an hour. So yes, it's expensive, but our caregivers deserve to get paid. And we need companies because they're licensed, insured, and bonded. And they will also help find a replacement if they call in. You can find the lady from your church that's going to come and help. But if she falls in your house, you could get sued. If something happens, you've got liability. At least if you go with a company, you have a safety net. And that's what I feel like is so important to understand about these companies. So there are numbers, a lot of them out there, but you want to do your research and feel free to call our office. We've done research. We've vetted a lot of these companies, but you want to make sure that your loved one is in good hands. And home care, if they go home, again, private pay, out of pocket. Some people are paying up to $13,000 a month for home care, for their loved one to be in their home. So that's the difference. Home health care, skilled care, those are all words for that, covered under Medicare. Home care, private duty, 
companion care is separate. So those are the two different topics we're talking about today in Words of Wisdom. And hopefully you understand the difference between those two. And it is critical because one's covered under Medicare and one you're paying for. And I think everybody, this is the misnomer, everybody assumes they have great insurance and everything's covered. Everything is not covered. And the best way to find out what is covered is to look on the back of your Medicare card and do some research and call and ask. But I can be the one to tell you for sure, private duty home care in your house, somebody helping you in the shower and doing all this stuff in your home and helping you do your wash and all that, that's all private pay. Really important to understand. And I also do feel like it would be less expensive if money is an issue. So we talked about $13,000 a month, for example, for home care, if you're if you have them quite a few hours, right? Less expensive would be to go to an assisted living or to an independent living or to a residential care facility. We also call those AFCs, adult foster cares, a lot less expensive than home care. The problem, everybody wants to go home. Everybody wants to go home. And we want you to go home if it's safe, if you can walk independently, if you can get to the bathroom, if you have somebody that's there with you to cook meals and go shopping and do all this stuff. If you don't, why wouldn't you take advantage of going to a community when it's less expensive? These are the things that we need to talk about and we need to do. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.